Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast, um, another uh, in the um, vast um, quantity of podcasts we're doing in the in the build-up to the, the League One playoff final on Saturday, um, but this one's been in the pipeline for about three years, so I'm finally delighted to get it in there, and it just seemed like a good time to do it, given, given the current situation. Um, so tonight, um, we've got a very special guest uh, in the form of Scott Borthwick, the captain of Durham. Um, Red Ball and the um, one day fifty over version of the game, um, and uh, we'll we'll have a chat about um, the T uh, Twenty stuff as well, which will be coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so you, you okay, Scott? Yes, very good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem at all. Um, so obviously, the the main reason you're on is because you're a big Sunderland fan. Um, yeah. But what we'll do is to get started. What we'll like to do with sort of new, more important guests like yourself, um, is have a few quick fire questions to get going. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got six for you here. So off the top of your head, just give us an immediate gut response to these questions. Okay. Indian or Chinese? Indian. Night in or night out? Night in these days, as I'm getting older. <laughs> Quinn or Phillips? Pardon? Quinn or Phillips? Oh, Kevin Phillips. Just. Um, beach or city break? Beach. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Broad or Anderson? Anderson. There we go. That was a horrible <laughs> one at the end there. Yeah, it's tough on that, isn't it? But when we do this stuff on like with, with ex-players who've played in like the recent times, the Quinn and Phillips questions, the horrible one. So, you know, yeah. the Broad or Anderson one can be your horrible one. The Quinn Phillips one's a tough one. Because that partnership, like, you think Phillips might not have got all his goals, it wasn't yeah. for Quinn. Uh, and then, obviously, Quinn, he's just a bit of a legend, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, is that would you say that's your era as a Sunderland yeah, fan? Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, that late 90s, early 2000s, um, with Quinn, Phillips, uh, Kevin Ball, Nicky Summerby, Alan Johnson... Uh, those types of players, like almost like when we we missed the chance that playoff against Charles and won it. Yeah. I think that was like 98, 99, wasn't it? 98. Yeah, I would have been about eight, eight then. And I reckon the next five years after that was actually pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we won the league the year yeah. after and then had a couple of good years in the Premier League at Peter Reid era. Um, so yeah, I reckon that was when I first started following football and, and definitely becoming a Sunderland fan. 
Did you used to go uh, regu- Did you used to go regularly in in that time? Or yeah, uh, probably gone between five to ten games a year, I think. Um, but my dad played uh, Saturday cricket, so it was always right. tough to get to get to games. And obviously, I was playing cricket as well, and yeah. Uh, and my dad played Saturday football as well, so it was t- always tough for, to find somebody to take me. But um, I definitely feel like that era, the the Queen Phillips. Um, was 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 a, a beautiful time on it as a Southern fan. Yeah, I know. I mean, like it was like the the best, the best since since the war, wasn't it? Really, I mean, about the best, the, the <laughs> yeah. it was. I mean, it, it's the best since yeah, you know, seventh, and yeah. you know, to 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 um sort of experience that was amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. my dad always used to say, like, you know. Enjoy it while it lasts, because it'll, you know, it's never normally this good, you know. When Absolutely, I reckon as well. Like people like my age, like in early thirties and stuff, thirty year old, you, you almost took the Premier League for granted under Steve Bruce and Big Sam and that type of era. It's like we're actually doing all right. We're finishing what twelfth in the league under Steve Bruce, and we're we're actually doing all right. I think at the time you just you do take it for granted, don't you? And then yeah. Fast forward ten years or whatever it is, and here we are in the playoff again. Yeah, to go up to the championship. And well, that's it. That's the worst. That's the worst thing about it. I mean, I don't know if you've obviously you were you were um you just came back, didn't you? Sort of twenty twenty one. So yeah, I mean, have you managed to like sort of keep in touch? With with Sunderland a little bit more since you've been back in the northeast, or is it just because obviously the games in the winter and stuff like that? Yeah, I've definitely gone to more games in the last. I mean, obviously it's tough that COVID year, but last year and a bit of this year, I've probably just gone to more games than I did the four years I was down yeah. in London. Uh, I went to a couple of away games actually. I did the Wimbledon game, um, and so yeah. But I think you never lose. That passion for Sunderland, do you? I mean, even yeah. for the Northeast. I mean, when I lived in London, it was you, you, you have a bit more pride in the Northeast. I mean, I, I think, and you almost you shout a bit louder as a Sunderland fan, yeah, because you want to be heard. And yeah, I think you, you become more of a fan. I think when you're not actually living in the Northeast, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try and get as many games as I can. And like I say, I've, I've definitely done more this year and last year. Than I had the, the previous four years, and that was just because of where I was living. And then I did a couple of winters um, overseas. I did a yeah. winter in New Zealand, and then I did a couple of years in Perth. So it's always tricky to get to games when yeah. you're, <laughs> you're overseas. But um, now, look, I'll, I'll try and get to as many games as I can. Unfortunately, I can't go to Wembley this week. We're, we're down in London actually playing against Middlesex yeah. Lords. Um, but I went to Wembley a couple of years ago when. It was a Portsmouth game. We lost on penalties. Yeah. Yeah. Like a trade. Or Papa yeah. John's, whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, but never went to the Charlton game when we lost. I think we were in Birmingham playing. Remember watching that on TV. Um I mean on yeah, I mean on, on that, I mean, yeah. you know, so what when you obviously you said you, you were playing cricket regularly, mm. you know, as a as a kid and yeah. you know, when when did you start getting into those sort of age group sides? So obviously there was that there was a, it was on um, Sky. I remember a couple of, I think during the lockdown, it might have been. They might have um, re sort of shown it again, where there was mm. a few of you and you were included, where you went out to 
they kind of followed i think it was joe root and you were on it and there was mm. a few other lads in there kind of in a sort of in the age group sides um yeah. sort of got i think you went you might have gone out of the subcontinent and you yeah. were part of like a spin balling group sort of thing yeah um i mean what's it like sort of when you when you were i know you were saying like you you're trying to you know you shout a bit louder when you're away yeah. Um, I mean, what's it like sort of following when you, you know, you're going all over the world, obviously you've played mm-hmm. in the Ashes, you know, for, for England and and yeah. things like that. I mean, you said you're in New Zealand, um, Australia. Um, I mean, what is that like sort of following as a professional sportsman from abroad? Yeah, uh, look, I'd, I'd always try and, I mean, I guess it was a bit easier when we were in the Premier League watching overseas because a lot of the games were live. And I think that was the beauty of, going overseas, especially Australia, because they were always, all the Premier League games won live. Um, but yeah, look, I, I sometimes used to get up at four o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning and get up and watch them when they were on TV. Um, but yeah, like, I, I mean, one of the amazing things about being a cricket is you do get to travel uh, and very lucky to do so from probably the age of 18. Just getting away in the winter and, and playing some cricket um, having some amazing life experiences of of travelling. Um, I remember the first time I went to New Zealand as an eighteen year old. You you feel like you come back a, a grown man. Uh, yeah. you, you do learn so much, and so that's one of the beauties of it. Um, but yeah, look, I've always tried to to follow lads whenever I've gone overseas, and um, or even if it's just a match report from from my dad who's been to the game, it'll. He'd be texting me, yeah. telling me what's happening and, and who's been the standout. Or, or just reading the reports all the time, like you know, like on the website or the, the Twitter feed and things like that. Um, but yeah, look, when you're overseas, it's definitely easier to watch when they're in the Premier League, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. old Fox Sports doesn't show many League One games. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, I guess we got the streaming service now, so you would have been all right. Yeah, well, that's we got, that, yeah. that, that I follow is, is amazing, isn't it? Um, I think I started watching that during lockdown actually that well, after lockdown when when that started um and then yeah paying the was it eight quid or ten quid to, to watch the games it's money well spent in it on a saturday afternoon um well sometimes anyway um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah i mean that's that's the beauty of it i mean you know going back you know being on the field during big games there mm. uh, you mentioned you know you you were you were sort of probably edgbaston playing um, during the Charlton game and yeah. stuff like that. Obviously, you're a professional, but you know, yeah. cricket has those periods in the game. I don't know if it's if you, if it's like 280 for two or something, and not much is happening, and it gets yeah. to like five to three, and the game's kicking off. And yeah, you do actually. You, <laughs> you must you be thinking, get I would rather get especially on. yeah. You normally like get the twelfth man on and like ask <laughs> for a drink, and it gets to half three, yeah, <laughs> ask for a drink, or like, what's the Southern score? <laughs> um, and then yeah, or you send like one of your failures on the boundary. I mean, I can't go on the boundary now as captain, but like I'll send one of the young lads and go, go on the boundary <laughs> and just get a bit of a try and ask a for feel. the Southern score. Yeah, <laughs> I remember actually. You remember that time when City won the league? Yes. Aguero scored. Well, didn't we play against? We played Man United. United yeah. yeah. And I actually remember fielding on the boundary. Uh, we played a one-day game. I could hear all the gossip, and I was like, "How, how is someone getting on? How are we getting on?" And yeah, like I remember that story because it was also such an iconic Premier League yeah. moment. But obviously, we were part of that, weren't we? Because yeah. we played against United. Didn't didn't we lose one 0 We lost one 0 Yeah. Yeah, I remember well, like, listening, shouting over to the crowd, like, 
what of we caused this upset in the Premier League? Yeah. City had just won. Um, but yeah, like things like that. There's always a way of potentially finding out the score. Um, and let's say even if it is shouting for the twelfth man to call you <laughs> a drink and then telling you to find out the Southern score. Well, I guess if the thing is, oh, you've got an issue there, it's going to be like the classified results, isn't it? If you've got a few lads in the team who follow a few different different yeah. teams, you'd be coming out with a list of scores, won't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think what we'll do is we'll have a little break now. Um, and then when we come back, we'll we'll get into the uh, sort of the cricket side a little bit more yeah. this season and um, sort of look ahead to your, the T20 campaign that's coming up um, and sort of make yeah. people aware um, of how they can get themselves tickets and get themselves along um, to, to the Riverside to see those games. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Uh, we're here with uh, the captain of Durham, Scott Borthwick. Um, We've had a bit of footy chat, so now you know we'll we'll have a bit of, of cricket chat. I think, as it's only appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, this season, obviously, you returned as captain last season after being in Surrey for a few years. Um, you know, returning during lockdown as well. You know, how how has that been as a cricketer during lockdown? Because mm-hmm. you know, as a professional sportsman playing in sort of empty venues and stuff like that, it must have been a really surreal experience in the bubbles and everything. Yeah, look, I, I think obviously lockdown was a challenge for, for everybody. Um, and just, I think there was just a not knowing of what was next. I think that was the big challenge. And I remember we were obviously down at, at Surrey and we, the club gave us loads of equipment, like gym stuff. So we would, every day I was trying to, to do something in, in in my garden, like sort of some physical activity or going for a run. Or just like every time I went for a walk, with the missus and things, I just actually taken a tennis ball and just throwing <laughs> off, off like walls and lampposts and things like that, just to try and keep my arm um, loose and engaged um, <laughs> or balling against the lamppost and stuff, things like that. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was weird, like I said, I guess for everybody. But we were quite lucky. We went back for training. I think it was a first of July, which was probably ahead of the rest of the country of getting back. I mean training and bubbles and only two, three men at a time. Yeah. And um, you had to share balls, which is weird. So like you had your own ball. Um, <laughs> and that was your ball to ball with, field with, 
uh, like yeah, it was absolutely bonkers, wasn't it? And then we we played five games, I think, in in August and September, you know, a couple of T20s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, I left Surrey end of that year and joined joined back up here to Durham and you know, to to get the captaincy was was absolutely amazing. You know, it's something that was. Uh, if you'd asked me as a the Durham Academy kid at fifteen, you got a captain down one day, I would have I would have bit your hand off. So to get the opportunity to do that uh, was amazing, and I've loved every minute of it. It's it's an absolute challenge at times, and um, on and off the field, I guess. But I guess that's just the the being a leader and, and having more responsibilities is is a challenge. But I absolutely love it, and I love working with with our coach and staff with with the. James Franklin and, and Marcus North and the rest of the coaching guys. It's it's amazing. And then I'm learning all the time. And uh, we, we did all right last year. We, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you've been maybe frustrated not to get into Division One, really, because you're so yeah. close to actually getting out of the, the, the uh, getting out of the group, really. Yeah, exactly. that Essex, we were, the Essex games we, probably were the ones, weren't they, really? Yeah, it was like we, we showed some really good things last year. And I think we probably surprised ourselves with, with how well we did play. Um, and I think the lads actually realised that we are actually a good side and a Division 1 side, that's where yeah. we should be and we just missed out on that and then obviously getting to the one day final as well and yeah. it's yeah, it was almost a bit of a nearly season yeah. um, And but we played some amazing cricket and I think we were quite proud of what we did and I think it was a real sense of realisation that you know we're getting to Division 1 Getting to a, a final, like this is where we're at. This is this shouldn't be a surprise for us. Like we, we should be able to be doing this. Um, and then going into this season, we we've had six games now. We've we've won one, lost one, and drawn four. And the draws we've had, we've we've controlled the game. Yeah. Uh, we were a bit unlucky the first game down in Glamorgan. Yeah, the weather. We out, we outplayed them for two and a half days, and it rained for a day and a half. So like we we probably would have won that game. Um, so yeah, frustrating at times, but we know that we've played some really good cricket, and this we've got a big game this week against Middlesex, who are top of the league. Um, <clears throat> we get a good result against them, and look, there's still eight games left in the season, um, and, and we want to finish inside that top two and, and get back into Division One. And we feel like at times we've played good cricket, and, and cricket that should warrant that and should challenge that. It's just about keep going. And like I said, it's a big game down at the home of cricket at Lords against an informed Middlesex side. So we're excited for that. And um, and, and yeah, it'd be a good challenge, but we're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, on 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 Sunday, it was a funny one really, wasn't it? Because mm. like you said, in the other games where you've had a, you've been in really strong sort of winning positions, but just haven't yeah. been like that. I mean, the, the, the wickets have flattened right out this year anyway, sort yeah. of as the games have gone on, but... It was a funny one because even though Durham were in the game at what sixty for two on the yeah. evening before Labuschagne gets out, it was like Glamorgan probably favourite yeah. at that point, and then yeah, it, was... it just swung back in your favour. Well, did, due to Matthew Potts, really, is yeah. an unbelievable season that he's having. Yeah, I mean, it's almost the beauty of four-day cricket because I think if you looked at the game from after each day, it did just sort of swing up and down. I mean, we we got three. 10, I think 320 first innings, and then we had a chance to bowl them out with a potential of 100 lead. And then they bat past us and get a 50 run lead. Yeah. And then we lose two wickets on day two. And it's like, with 
15 behind with, I think, 15 behind with, with two weeks down. So it's like, right, well, we need to bat well tomorrow, like, to give ourselves a chance. And when we batted okay, uh, and we got got a lead of, like, 190, which was like, well, it's not ideal, but it's it's something we can bowl at. Yeah. And bowlers were outstanding. And to get two wickets plus and the third, yeah. last ball a day, which was Labashain, which was massive. And I think as soon as that we got that third wicket, as last ball of the night, I think momentum just shifted in their way. And I think when both sides were walking out, the Glamorgan lads looked flat and disappointed. Where on the flip side, we were actually excited and bit of sense of belief. And I think we said that on the night. I said that to the lads. I said, look, that last wicket there, that last ball is, is giving us something. Like, we've got to believe we can bowl well tomorrow. And when we did, we bowled amazing. And you just mentioned Potty there, who has just been absolutely incredible. It's it's as good as new ball or opening bowling I've seen probably since Graham Onions. Um, yeah. Back in sort of 2013, 14 year, which he was outstanding, but no, Potts has been incredible. And he he works so hard. Like I've not seen a bloke as fit as Potsy. He's an absolute athlete, and he's destined and determined to get to Test cricket. And look, I don't think that call before I wear. No. Um, but look, he he, he deserves it because he works very very hard and. Yeah, I'm over the moon for him, but he has been outstanding. He's got, what, 35 wickets 35. in six games, which is just, like I say, it's as good as new ball, opening ball, and I've seen for a long, long time. And um, he's, he's got pace, he's got skill, and he's got the right attitude. He must have uh, been bowling late 80s on, on Sunday morning. And the, absolutely. The, the delivery got the uh, Carlson where, yeah. like... I mean, how's he got it to lift off, yeah. off that off that length? Yeah. You know that, and you just thought I was what like watching it going. You know, when you yeah. see a moment going like this is the moment for this person yeah. where they've to win. The, he's won the game, yeah. And like yeah. And so I, he's and only like, twenty three. You know, and you think and with yeah. Fish is obviously injured for the season with his back, mm. and obviously he got one with West Indies and didn't yeah. didn't take a lot of wickets, but you know he was in the squad. Sakib obviously yeah. Mahmood is injured now. You know the yeah. Orton's are sort of around, but you kind of think, you know, you, yeah. you might be, you might be, you know, looking for <laughs> looking for yeah, for a new, yeah, another abs- opening ball in a couple of weeks I mean, time. Absolutely, and, and look, I'm, I remember when I first saw him last year in February when I first come back to the club, and I mean, I watched him train and I watched him ball, and I, I, I mean, I don't want to say I could see it, but I, I did see a future England cricketer there. Yeah. I mean, um, he was not called up yet, but I. I don't think that call will be far away, but I'm honestly I'd seen train and I was thinking be, this kid's a future international cricketer. And and yeah, the, the way he's bowled this year, and he's got big players out. And yeah. and like you said, to that ball he got Carlton out with was an absolute jaffa, and, and that's getting any player out in the world, no yeah. matter who you are. And he's got the ability to do that. And like I said, he's a fit lad as well, so he bowls his overs. I mean He's bowled as many overs as anybody in the country this year. And to have 35 wickets at this stage, only six games gone, is, is incredible. And I think he's bypassed a lot of players in county cricket. Um, I know the England captain, Stokes, he was... Yeah, exactly. He's watching him from mid-off. As well. uh, yeah. I think he was quite pleased with him as well. So, look, we'll see. I, th- I think the test 
squad gets announced back end of of the weekend. Um, look, if he's not in this one, um, it's not the end of the world because he's he's a young kid. But if he keeps going with the right attitude and the right sort of determination, which he's got, the call won't be far away. I'm, I'm sure of that. Do you think though with the the change in that the England setup, it it, it feels very much like Potts is the kind of person they're going to go for though like you know with you know this freshness and like you know McCullum coming in yeah you know the way Ben Stokes plays cricket um you know his attitude and like sort of the kind of things Rob Key said it kind of feels a little bit like he's timed it perfectly really yeah you know no, absolutely and and look Broad and Anderson and they're not going to be around forever you know what I mean like I don't know how long they've got left but I mean Jimmy's nearly 40 now isn't he like yeah. He's gonna to have to come to an end at some stage. So, like, you know, you look at that young young bowlers around the country, like you mentioned, Fisher. I think is a really good bowler as well. Mahmood, who's also yeah, a good really bowler, really he looked really good in the West Indies. Yeah, and then and even Chris, I mean, walks his what early thirties yeah. now. So, and and Craig Overton has tried and he's, he's done okay. Um, I think Ollie Robinson's a good bowler. I think he'll be in the squad for yeah. a while now. Um, so yeah, look, there's going to be spots available, and the timing of Potsy's uh, form will do him absolutely no harm. And like I said, to do it in front of the Test captain, and I've been telling Stokes about him for a while, and now he's captain. He's he's seen him on, and he's seen how good he is. Um, but look, we we've got another one in Brighton Cars yeah. too, who he's he's had a tough injury. Yeah. And he, he went out of Australia, obviously, didn't he? In the yeah, the, the line, yeah. Look, and, if, and if he if he hadn't have done that to his knee, I think he would have been in the West Indies. Yeah. Um, and look, to have him back as a Durham player and a Durham fan, it's good to have him back because he's also got that X factor, and I also think he's a future England cricketer. I know he's played, yeah, a couple of one days last year, but. The he did well as well, about, you know, yeah, he did. with a bat and ball, so... Exactly, and look, the way he goes about his cricket, um, you know, with his skill level and his... Yeah, he's he's, he's, a, he's a proper cricketer. And so we could potentially have two, two more England ballers to add to Woody and Stokesy. Yeah. So, finally on the red ball stuff, as you mentioned, um, you know, if you're down... In London over the weekend, staying for a few days instead of uh, just going there on the back of the day. Yeah, you know you can pop over to Lords and and go and watch Durham. I mean, if you've never been to Lords before, um, you know, and, and even if you've got a passing interest in the game, get yourself along for a session because it's um it's like one of those places where the atmosphere is like it's just there. It hangs in the air and it's like a, a special a special place. It's the home of cricket and. It's the it's the Wembley of cricket. Yeah. I guess. And um I absolutely love playing there. It is a special place. And yeah, I get I get excited. And I must have played there ten times now. And I still get a buzz and an excitement when I walk through the gates. Um so yeah. If you're a Sunland fan in London this weekend, get to Lords. Absolutely. If you get a spare afternoon. If you can, yeah. All you need spare more in the afternoon. I mean, uh, hopefully you've all got bad heads on Sunday and <laughs> an excited bad head and you're happy. Yeah, yeah. But you get to get in there for the morning, freshen up, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, go to the morning session then and then hop across to Wembley. So um so the white ball stuff um begins 
um, on the 27th. Is it 27th? Of yeah, I think it's next Thursday. We play away to Leicester. Yeah. And the first home game is on the 1st June. Slightly different in, in this format. Obviously, you're captain the, the, um, the 50 overs, but um, <clears throat> different captain for the... Uh, for the T20 last year, obviously Cameron Bancroft was the um, sort of overseas and captain, but this year it's uh, Ashton Turner's come in. Um, so do you think there's maybe a slight change of dynamic maybe with that? Because he obviously so he's more of an anchor sort of Bancroft, isn't he? Whereas Turner's more of a, a hitter. And obviously we've got like a lot of hitters at the top of the order. I mean, Clark yeah. had an amazing sort of um, sort of white ball summer last year. Yeah. Beddingham obviously caught a lot of, you know, eyes across all three yeah. formats, but... Do you think that's going to change the dynamic of the batting at the top of the order? Yeah, potentially. I mean, um, it was great to have someone like Aston on board because he's he just won the, the big bash for Perth Scorchers yeah. as captain as well. He's played a, 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 quite a bit of cricket for Australia. Um, so, yeah, that's really exciting. And, and the way he plays as well, he's, he does. He's on the aggressive side. He, he likes to likes to take the ball on. Yeah. Um, so, that'll be exciting. That look, we'll probably get together as a is a T20 squad. I think next Monday or Tuesday, you know, and have a bit of a chat and, and float some ideas about it. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, T will will have his own ideas with with how we want to play. But the the 2020 season, I guess, is is, is really exciting. I think when you when you getting close to it, it is a bit of a buzz. Everybody loves playing it, um, and obviously the fans as well love love it as well. And the atmosphere and some of the grounds and Riverside is is brilliant, um, in getting the fans in, which is which is the main thing, and it's it's amazing. And I say, us players absolutely love it. I mean, it was great. It was last year. I got I had the season ticket. I mean, we got um Martin uh, Martin Wigan from Durham on on the call as well. So I'll bring him in in a bit, and he can give you the full speed about how if you want to get down uh to to the Riverside to see to to see Durham, um, he'll tell you how you can do it. Um, but you know, it was seventy quid for. Seven games essentially, which is an absolute bargain, really, to see. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, saw um, Lancashire came, and you know, we had Ben Stokes playing for Durham, and you had Josh Butler playing, and Liam Livingston playing mm-hmm. for, for Lancashire. Um, obviously, with the IPL on, probably not this time, but um, you know, you, you do see some, yeah. you know, real like high high quality cricketers, um, yeah. and it, you know, it's it, even you know, you you know, Nabby was. Came from, was at Northampton, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, last year, and you know you get these sorts of you know players who you, you get you know you get to see mm. firsthand. Absolutely, now to, I think for us players as well, when we when we either get to play with the big stars or play against the big stars, it's it, it's it is it is quite exciting and to watch how they go about it. Um, I mean, Lockie Ferguson was at Lancashire as well, wasn't yeah, he? Wasn't he? Exactly, yeah. but even we played Yorkshire last year, and I think Root. And Bearstow, Bearstow played. played, yeah. Um, who's the overseas? They were, I think oh, was it Fer- no, it was Ferguson for Yorkshire, wasn't it? Last year, yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, just like that's what T20 does, it, it brings in the big stars. I mean, I think the IPL might be finished before, so some players might come straight from the IPL to to the blast. So, I mean, that's good. Like, let's see, the, the bigger stars, the better. Um, and the more stars, the better, I guess. And even when the England players dropped down, like we were lucky last year to have uh, Stokesy, uh, we probably yeah. won't get him this year. We might get a bit of Woody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, it's it's like I say, it's an exciting time of the year. 
Um, so Martin Wigan, who's been sitting silently on the call, very patiently and kindly while we've been chatting on. If if you want to get along uh, to the Riverside uh, and and take in some of these games, first games are first of June. Um, are the season tickets still available for people to buy for the whole lot? Yeah, so the season tickets are still available. So as you say, it's £70 for the season ticket. Um, you can get them by contacting the box office uh, just or via um, the box office email address and the contact number. Um, I'll send something like, like I'll put like some sort of tweet out on social media just so we can have the, all the details on there as well. Um, one of the things you mentioned as well with the 1st of June game is we've also got the Northern Diamonds women as well that are okay. playing before um, the lads go on the pitch. So that's also included in all ticket prices as well. So that's the season tickets and also just your general admission as well. And as long as you bank holiday the next day as well, isn't it? The second, so... Yeah, and it's half term as well, so it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a perfect oh, way yeah. to, to spend, yeah. spend your half term, I think. Yeah, you can take the kids off, not, you know, to fake Friday. Otherwise, you know, get yourself <laughs> down there, have a few, have a few extra beers um, if you want to. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I say, last year, you know, I had the opportunity to you know, I had the time and opportunity to go regularly and it was it was great. Um, you know, like like Scott was saying, the level of players that, that are competing and you can feel that excitement in the games as well. Yeah. I think as well, if you're not a massive cricket fan, T twenty is a perfect way to start. Yeah. Because yeah, it is only three hours. Like you do see a bit of fun, a bit of excitement, a bit of entertainment. See the ball go over the boundary for fours and sixes, see some fast deliveries, things like that. Like I think as well, like even fielding, like you, you see a different side of, of cricketers with the field, like see how athletic some cricketers are and um, it's a good chance the cricketer to actually show off in the field and run around and be a bit crazy for 90 minutes. Um, so yeah, like I say, for, for non-cricketer lovers, T20 is the perfect way to, to get into it. Yeah, I would I would agree, especially with the setting as well. I mean, you know, obviously it's by the river. It's a good atmosphere. And obviously, got Lumley Castle as well, so it's a it's a perfect way to have, what spend your summer evening. Yeah. Absolutely, you can go and you can have a drink in the stand. You don't get treated like a criminal for that, which is great. That's, you know, no. that's, a, that's, a, that's a, like an added positive. Um, and it is like you know, I mean, there's some you know pretty looking critic grounds around the country, but I think you know Durham's up there with. With the uh, with the best of them, and, and it's just you know sometimes, especially like say Friday night, something like that, you know, late summer's even and sitting out in the warm sun, a few drinks, have a you know high quality game of cricket going on. You know, there's there's not a lot better than that really. No. Um, so yeah, if you want to get yourself down, um, so the first first game is first of June. If you head over to the, the the Durham website, all the information on how to get tickets um, for T Twenty Blast is on there. Yeah, there's, there's also group deals as well. So if there's more than 10 of you in a group, it is uh, cheaper per game as well. So um, I'll put my details up, up as well. And then, yeah, so I hope to see as many of you there as I can. If you're one of these people who've got more than nine friends. Um, yeah, sadly, I'm not, one, I'm not one of them, sadly, but you know, some people <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we'll leave it there. Um so Scott, thanks so much for um, giving up your time. Especially, you know, it's been really busy for you at the moment. You know, you're one of the one of the teams who hasn't had a week off. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be, you know, seven games on the bounce, four days a week for the last two yeah. months. Um, so I really appreciate you uh, setting your time aside for half an hour of a chat with us, and best of luck no um, 
on Saturday and and, uh, and in the blast going forward. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Cheers. Um, so we'll have a, got a few more pods coming out the rest of the week. The, the main preview pod um, to preview the game, which I think we've been kind of half putting off because it's terrifying. Um, that'll be out in the next few days. Um, and remember, you can go back and listen to all the pods that we've had this week. Um, the music one that the lads did um, a couple of couple of nights ago was really great. So I'll give that a listen. That's the latest one. Um, but as always, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>